apparently millennials as a generation, which is a group of people who were born approximately uh, 1984 and after, um, uh, are tough to manage. And they're accused of being entitled and narcissistic, self-interested, unfocused, lazy. But entitled is the big one. Surprise, motherfucker. What's going on, everybody? Episode 20, Casual Millennials Podcast. Andrew Shkubitz on the microphone. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Eric Hess. Eric, how's life? It's going good, man. First one of these of 2020. Mm-hmm. It's been almost a month now. Got lots of stuff to talk about. Santa Claus. New New Year's. I don't know if there's a, a fake character that goes along with that one. No, Sorry if any not. kids are listening. Um, and 2020 goals, man. 2020. All that exciting stuff that goes along with the new year. Please tell me you're not one of those people. I'm actually not. Well, I still make goals. I still make goals, but not resolutions. I like to sit down and get some goals for myself. Why? Uh, just something to look forward to, man. Something to push yourself to. Something to. But what does the signif- What is the significance of there being a 365 day cycle have to do about it? I guess it doesn't have to be a 365 day cycle. Um, so, for example, the one that I'm really excited about this year is uh, I'm gonna run a half marathon, and I signed up for it. It's April 11th. So mine is only a four month <laughs> resolution. But Fair if that enough. goes well. Um, and my, my body handles that. I'm going to try and maybe do a full marathon later in the year. Um, I think there's one in October. So, yeah, man, that's like one of my big goals. I've been running. I, after this, I'll be getting out there and bearing cold. Hopefully it won't be too bad, but. Well, yeah, it's true. It's going to get really cold right now, right, when you're going to start training. It is. Uh, there's going to be over snow. Over under that you actually do the, four, the half marathon. I will do it. Over under that you actually train for it. Training is going to be, I'm going to train for it, but <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to follow as strict of a regimen as some people recommend. Are you um, getting gonna, help from uh, former guest Kate Adamant? No. I don't know if she's ever, does she run a marathon? Should we talk about that in there? I don't know, but she's got mental coaching. She does I have mental coaching. Yeah, she definitely can help me with that. But um, I'm going to do it a little bit differently than I'm assuming most people that run half marathons and marathons do. I'm going to be supplementing a lot of my workouts with like hit workouts, basketball, and then I'm going to try and just run twice a week and then just be active outside of that. Because a half marathon is like, what, 12 miles or some shit? It is 13.3. Okay. I yeah. 13.1. Sounds right. Sure. I'll go with you there. 13.1, because I'm pretty sure it's 26.2 for a full marathon. Something I should know. <laughs> bye, bye, two. There you go. Um, yeah, I guess it's true. It's a lot, though. With What's your goal time? I don't have a goal time. Actually, that's not true. I'm going to get it under... <clears throat> Uh, two hours for sure. Well, I shouldn't say for sure. That's going to be my goal is under two hours. More, I want to do not. There is no try. Very true. Come on. My actual goal is going to be somewhat under 140. I don't know. Never ran one before, so I don't know how realistic that is for myself. I used to be a distance runner in high school and I do run decently. I'm more of a fair weather runner, so it's sure. going to be tough during winter. So I'm curious to see how that goes. That's why I said... I'm going to try a little bit of a different approach. Interesting. Okay. We can come back to that. I got some questions, follow-up questions for you there. Okay. Let's talk about this this resolution season that is upon us. New year, new me. Gyms are packed. Record um, amount of people going right now. Never sticks, obviously. But what is it? Is it just because it's such a time of reflection that then you want to look ahead and try to do new things? Like, why doesn't anybody do it on, like, July 1st, when you're halfway through the year, and be like, I'm going to make a year resolution now. I I don't know, man. I think it's that they feel like they have to because everyone is and everyone's pushing people to make new resolutions and they don't want to be left out. Sure. That's my guess. Fair. I do agree, though. Um, even though I do make yearly goals, it can be any time. It doesn't have to be January 1. So you make yearly goals. This is a... This is a- thing you used to do um starting to do it more i mean i always try to make goals out of the year i call them goals instead of resolutions because it's not like sure you know i'm doing something new i guess i guess this year i am but usually it's things like within our company um things for myself personally this year i guess this one might be a resolution i want to spend more time outside Mm. i think that's a little bit more of a realistic one than a lot of people's 
some of other people's goals. Seems like a default you're going to be training for a half marathon, but whatever. You know, it seems like a <laughs> layup, but all right. No, I want to go to more parks. Um, a couple years ago, I went to... Yeah. Not like parks, park, national parks. Okay, it's like, what are you gonna do in a park? <laughs> I just want to be on more swing. You do have a dog, that's fair. Yeah, yeah dog parks, swings. Yeah. I just want to swing more. I just want to go slides. <laughs> Check out every slide in Milwaukee. Um, no, I went to a couple years ago, I went to a national park in Virginia called Shenandoah with my roommate, Chris Peterson, and my other one at the time, Zach Fritz. And that was so fun. Uh, it was gorgeous. I didn't know that places, I mean, I knew that places like that exist, mm-hmm. but it makes you feel a type of way. It's, it's cool. And I'd like to do something like that again this year. Um, I don't know exactly what. I'd love to go check out somewhere in Oregon. I think it looks really neat, that whole area does. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd really want to go check out Arizona. I know it's a little bit different there, but I think that'd be a good one to do while it's colder out. I'd sure. really get some warm runner, warm weather running into. But uh, I just want to be more active about that. It makes me happy and How's gives me a break. fit in your budget? Fit in budget? Yeah. Man, I don't really do well at providing your budget for myself being a finance guy and everything. i feel like you should have the personal finance figured uh, out at, I as a yearly goal at yeah, one point yeah i have it somewhat figured out but i allow like what i do is i allow for budget for those types of things and yeah so what are you what are you sacrificing for to do those because those aren't cheap trips man they're not cheap. even though you're just going to like be in nature you know there's still housing and airfare yeah you're driving i guess but. no yeah you're totally right um things i sacrifice Things I've sacrificed lately in like the last year, ever since I quit my job. So the last couple of years, mm-hmm. it's been eating out as much. Sure. I used to eat Smart. out every single day. Um, that's not cheap. No. So that's one right there that helped me save a bunch of money right away. Um, going out, I don't go out really anymore. No. Maybe like maybe once a month. We just went out the other weekend, which was a good time. That was a and good even time. Even that, I wouldn't even consider going out. We went to one bar. That for me is going out. I had a terrible hangover the next day, man. You were, I'm not going to comment on, on the air, but that's fine. <laughs> you were fairly intoxicated before we left to go to the bar. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. all fairness. Oh, yeah. That's my problem always is I don't drink. It's like, oh, I could be a college Eric again when I do go out. <laughs> you weren't drinking like you were a college Eric again. That's the thing, man, is it doesn't take a lot. I know. <laughs> I'm lightweight. But uh, I don't know, things like that, man. Just, I don't want to say bad habits, but habits that are easily. You can easily change. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't mm-hmm. feel like shit the next day when I don't drink. I'm able to do stuff the next day. I do think it's fun to go out though, and I do like doing it. So it's something I still try to do, just not like a weekly occurrence anymore or a yeah, twice a week occurrence like it used to be. Or just don't even like, or just do it and then just get water at the bar right. or whatever. But I mean, obviously, after you've had some drinks, it's a little bit harder to control um, stuff like that. One thing that always has worked for me is you just bring a set amount of cash and you're out of cash. All right. Going home kind of a thing, right? Um, that's always a good one to work. But I was just kind of curious on that because it's um, people are always like, I want to travel more. Yeah. But then they don't ever have the money for it. Right. It's like you really got to sit down and say, okay, I spend this much dollars on this a month. If we don't do this for three months, we can afford to go do that, right? Yeah. So it's always interesting. I was just curious on what you were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, man? What are your, I mean, did you set any goals for yourself? Did you get any or anything you want to do in 2020? What's 2020 look for? Look like for Jacobs. I have no idea, man. No clue. Okay. No, I cl- no clue. Career wise, I feel like I've got a good track for the next twelve months. I know what I want to do. Just sit here, grow, learn. Um, twelve months from now, or I guess you know probably end Q four this year, I'll be looking to make a move upward. So whether that's within my company, hopefully, or outside of it, that's kind of where I'll be. Then deciding on where I want to take my world um from there i have so many unknowns it's kind of how i'll be feeling 27 years old now i'll be so old and uh it's crazy yeah man almost 30 <laughs> and um yeah so from there it's kind of like then i need to decide there's so many like questions that make it asked. like so like if i were decided to like leave my company and go somewhere else because an opportunity wasn't present am i available my current one if anybody from my company is listening i'm not planning on leaving <laughs> um but it's like what I had to say it because I'm just moving into a very stressful job and there's a lot happening. So I get it. Um, but you know, I think about that and I go, okay, so what's next? Do I stay at a giant company? Do I go to a small company? Do I go to a mid-sized company? Do I leave Milwaukee? What does that look like? So it's kind of been trying to think about all of that stuff. And I've, I think subconsciously intentionally not like got rooted down anywhere because of those questions that always pop up and like it leaves my options open. So I never want to shut the door on anything. 
if Milwaukee wasn't home, where do you think home would be? Where would you like to be? I have no idea, man. No clue at all? No idea. No? All right. I wouldn't want to be in like, I wouldn't want to be in Southern California. No. I wouldn't want to be in Seattle. I had almost actually moved there a couple years ago and I visited there and it's kind of, I don't know, it's not for me. Fair enough. Um, it's way too expensive to live there, really. But yeah, it was, I mean, I'd be open to anything. If somebody was like, I got a job. I applied for and interviewed for a job in Boston a year ago. Like, I'll go wherever the job is, man. Okay. But like, again, I'm starting to get a little bit more and more rooted down here. So it's like, as I think about it, like I think about like my jiu-jitsu gym and I've developed friendships there. And I spend, you know, as we were just talking about, I spend five nights a week there. So that would be a large chunk of my life now that would be going away if I were to move. So. Hell yeah. Well, let's talk about that quick. That's something that's been new into your life. New in my life, yes. Within, what was it, Q4 of 2019? Yeah, Q4 So that's something that's going to be happening in 2020, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're doing your first tournament mm-hmm. next month. What else does that look like? What does that look like uh, for you? I wasn't like telling a lot of people, but all right, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. Like I legitimately have like been not telling people because I don't want them to be like, oh, I want to come. And like, I want to support you. And I'm like, I don't want you to come support me because if I get to get my ass kicked in the first <laughs> round, I don't want you to be there to see that. Nor do I want to make like, especially because some of my friends in Madison are like, oh, we'll drive down. We'll do this. I'm like, yeah, but if I fucking get my shit kicked and you just drive an hour and a half, sat here for probably another couple hours. And then it was five minutes of me getting my shit, you know, yeah. you know, just fucking destroyed. So. So what you're saying is you want me to put it on the Casual Millennials Podcast Instagram Live. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, go for it, man. It's cost $15 to get in. So if you want to pay $15 to go watch, that's fine. Um, but I've also been thinking about that and like thinking about my mindset towards things. And it's because I'm so not confident in myself in competition situations because of historically not performing well that I just immediately think I will not perform well. Even though I know I think I have some of the skills that I'm not saying I'm great at it or anything by any means because you're never that good at the sport but i know i have some of the skills that have a potential to do well especially in my bracket like this is the last this is the only time i'll be able to compete in a white belt under six month so i've, I've only been training that'll be my sixth month of training so white belt um so i'll be in a lower or more um level playing field because if i'm over six months you could be training with someone who's almost a blue belt and i've only just started training so it's a little um, more fair, I guess you could say. Definitely. Um, a little bit easier chances for me, but we'll see. I'm debating on which weight bracket I want to go in. So I'm at 175 right now. So I'm in the 175 to 185 bracket. So I'm debating on losing a couple more pounds and going down to the 165 to 175 bracket. Okay. So. Well, hey, man. Sounds like you're set up for success instead of what you got currently going on in your mindset. Man, yeah, I'm trying, to, train, home, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to change it on my own. And I'm also actually going to start doing some one-on-one sessions with a uh, guest of the show, Jordan. Uh, Riffin. Yeah. And um, sorry, I got to change this. Postpone. Perfect. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think because I do well. I'm very self-aware, but I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. So sure. having somebody who knows more than I do kind of critique me and tell me, hey, these are the things that you can work on. Um, is helpful for me to feel more confident in that I'm working on the right things and not pounding my head against a brick wall. Right. Well, it's tough too because I mean it's your first one you've ever done. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you know what to expect, but you really don't know what. To I expect. have no idea what to expect. Right. Yeah. And you don't know who the hell you're going to go up against. Mm-hmm. So you could train as long as you wanted for a bunch of stuff, and they just bust out something you've never seen before. Yeah. Or I could do that to them, and that's kind of what I got to think. Like, ah, oh, I yeah. could do that. Or it's just understanding situationally where you're at and like just trying to get back to where you need to right yeah that's kind of where i gotta get to but nice okay so where does the the future of jujitsu go for you do you want to do more stuff like this do you think are you going to play this one out and see how it goes so it's kind of like it's so golf used to be competitive for me okay um i used to i used to play like one tournament i just tried to qualify for the stadium i used to be semi-decent and then i wasn't um, because i just stopped playing as much and practicing uh so that has become less of a competitiveness for me um, and kind of jujitsu has kind of reignited that flame <clears throat> of like every role is a competition because you're either getting choked out or you're not, or you're choking someone else out basically. So that is kind of like taking over my competitiveness and allowing me to channel that energy somewhere else, um, which is healthy probably as well as kind of fun. So that's sure. kind of what I see. Yeah. My goal is, I guess in 2020, I don't know. It doesn't have to be in a year, but my goal is to eventually get first place in a tournament. Um, whether that's this year or next year or whenever in any belt, um, that is always my goal. But 
that is one goal that I would like to see crossed off, especially in a couple of weeks, seven weeks to be exact. <laughs> but um, yeah, County. yeah. Well, I'm I'm uh, on the sidelines this week because I just got my tattoo done, more of my tattoo done. So and my elbow is super swollen. I was showing Eric if you're listening to this. Fucking sucks because I really want to be at Jiu-Jitsu tonight. Um, but that's all right. How long do you have to be out when you get a tattoo? So when I got like the rest of this done, like when I got some the, the first appointment, I literally took two days off and I was back. Like I would be back tomorrow. Uh-huh. Then when I got this done, I went back on like Wednesday or Thursday because I got all my appointments on Saturday. So I went back on like Wednesday or Thursday and it was still a little um, just sensitive and I didn't really, I wasn't feel comfortable yet. I was probably full-fledged back by like Saturday, Monday. Okay. This one I have no idea because it's like a really sensitive area and it is super swollen, but... I might just pop some ibuprofen and ice it and hope it just heals up because once that's down, it'll be fine. Yeah. My only fear is like, because it's right on my elbow and I spend a lot of time on my right elbow in jujitsu because I like to play in my half guard. Um, I'm just afraid of it. Like kind of getting rubbed off because if it doesn't heal all the way, it'll rub off. Yeah. You don't want that. No, but I mean, whatever. All right, man. What's the rest of 2020 look like for you? No idea. That's maybe looking to move. Um, so outside, I'm apartments. Okay, in the Lower East Side still? Or? Yeah, I'm staying downtown. I was doing it today, and I was thinking about it on my way home. I'm like, what is available? Is it worth it? Like, what am I getting for how much I'm going to pay? Moving sucks, dude. Oh, I've done it so many times, it's like nothing now. I know, me too. I have. This has been the longest I've currently been in a place, and it's been like a year and a half. Okay. I've moved. I, I just did this. Did I you move out like, as a kid? No, not as a kid, but every every single year since... College. I, yeah, you know, moved to college, and every single year I've moved. I never stayed at a place for two years, so I'm gonna be up at, I don't know, it's like a year and seven, eight, nine months when I'm this lease is up. Mm-hmm. When is when is this lease up for you? Oh, so I got kind of lucky because my lease was up in September first, but it didn't renew as a twelve month lease; it renewed month to month. Oh, so That's I was really like, nice. sure, man, fine. So I just give them sixty days. So nice. I am waiting to get a little bit of extra money at my current job right now. So whatever that turns out to be, that will help to drive the decision as well. So it's kind of, I'm in a holding pattern right now. I am ready to move though, just to, okay, let's talk about this. I was thinking about this today. I didn't know if I was going to bring it up or not, but I'm thinking, cause I want to move like you're in my, we're in my apartment right now. We're on camera. It's not a terribly horrible apartment. It's not like cheap. It doesn't look that cheap, I guess you could say. But it's not like super nice either, right? It's not like a luxury apartment. It's not like 777. Yeah, it's not like the 77 <laughs> or like the North End or right. whatever else, right? How much stock do you put in that? Like, I'm trying to think like, because the rent I have here is really good. Uh, I have some issues with it outside of the fact that like there's no laundry. The laundry here is garbage. Like I don't use it. I pay people to fold, wash, dry and fold my clothes um, for me. And if I, if I take that out per month, the price of get, having somebody else do my laundry for me does not equal the amount that it would cost me to move into a nicer apartment with a wash, washer dryer unit. You're saying it still wouldn't be there? Like if you went to the North and you'd still no, be paying No, it costs me like $30 a week to have somebody just to legitimately wash, dry, and fold my clothes. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then it takes, I don't have to worry about the timing of it. I don't have to fold it all. It's like, fucking here, just put it away and it's done. That's very nice. Yeah. I fucking so, hate laundry. So it's about $120 a month, four weeks in a month. Mm-hmm. So add that to my rent. That wouldn't get me anything any nicer than what I have now. No. So how much do you think in your mind does like, having a nice apartment mean to you? Like how much, like if you were going to put a quantitative value to that, how much does that mean to you? Not high. No. So I am the type of person, I have an apartment that's, I don't know if you've been to my apartment. I don't think you I have, have not. Actually. I've actually been invited. I mean, but there's Invite coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, where it's, you know, someone like this. Okay. So like very similar, you probably pay around the same in rent. Um, I am the type of person. after, I'm curious. Okay. I'm the type of person that would rather have more money to travel mm-hmm. versus having an apartment that I don't spend any fucking time at anyway. I'm either at my office, at my girlfriend's, not home, you know, like I, I don't spend a lot of time at home. I get it if you're a homebody person, you spend a lot of time at home and you're going to be using the amenities that nicer apartments have. Mm-hmm. I mean, having a pool would be sweet. Yeah. 
Um, but like bowling and stuff like that, I mean, that stuff's cool, but I just don't see the value in that. Like it's, it's a big difference. Like I am talking like double what I pay in rent, you know, to go from here to there in some of, some of these places. So I, to me, I would just rather have that money to oh, do fun shit. Too, right? I have a roommate. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would rather have the money to do fun stuff. That's the type of person that I am. I don't know. What, how do you, but that's what I was thinking. Cause I was like, yeah, the amount, like what I don't like, I think like it's what we kind of talked about though. It'd be like, I probably just wouldn't eat out as much like to keep, cause I would just then sacrifice things to continue to do the fun things that I'm doing. Uh-huh. Like I was literally thinking about this on the way home. Like I went to Nashville three times last year. I went to Chicago to go see John Bellion in concert. Like I did a bunch of cool stuff and like, you know, saw a bunch of concerts and forum, I, you know, were yeah. cheap. And like, if I was paying a shit ton more rent, would I still be able to afford that comfortably? Maybe not, but. Yeah. And that's, those are the types of things that I don't want to give up. Like yeah. I would much rather be living in an apartment that's under my means versus, and like saving money. True. You know, and then having money also to spend on fun things. That's, I don't know. And I that's get that point. some people want to flex. Yeah, I was gonna say there has to, like I don't flex on anything really, but like having a nice apartment where you come in, it's clean, and it looks nice is kind of there is something to be said about that. I think in my mind, but maybe that's just the way I feel about it. I totally agree, man. Maybe that's why you don't invite anybody over, <laughs> <laughs> dude. There's shit everywhere. Well, that's your own problem. Luna just goes to the bathroom in a corner. Actually, I don't even take her. Yeah, out. yeah why would you? It's an apartment. <laughs> yeah. Just buy a fake piece of grass. <laughs> no, I don't know. To me, it's just I think it is awesome. You know, it is cool. If yeah. I had a shit ton of money. And yeah. like it would be, you know, the same percentage of whatever I pay, and it was that for that maybe. Sure. But where I'm at in life, like I'd rather save money, do fun things, and eventually get somewhere nicer later. Yeah, how, yeah. I guess your comment on like how much time you spend at home is interesting because I spend hardly any time here. And you know, there are a lot of people that do spend a lot of time at home. And technically, I work from home, but I go to my office most yeah, of the time. That's true. I don't like. I personally don't love being at home, and it's not because of my place. Like, I just don't. I've never been a homebody. But I wonder as I get older if that will be the case. And that, you know what? It might be because at that point you might not want to go to concerts, go when out. Does, like, when does that happen? What do you mean? When like you, when you don't want to go out. When do you get boring? Stuff? I hope never. Personally, I really don't know. I don't know either. It's like I an mean, honest question I have. Like I listen to a podcast, Heartland Radio. People who probably listen to, excuse me, listen to that was Pat McBee's friends and like, they're all like late twenties, early thirties, and they talk about like going to the bars and like getting effed up or like pre-gaming and doing stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, when does one person like what is there's just kinda like I guess having kids like that forces you to settle down, True. right? But like when is it like you just bought a house and you never want to leave your fucking house? I think man. Is it like when you move to the you decide to make move to the burbs and there's nothing else to fucking do, so you just sit at home? Maybe. I think it has to do a lot with the type of person someone is. Like, I think the types of people that don't go out and are more homebody are the types of people at Whitewater that were suitcase kids or whatever the hell they call them. Ah, yeah. The suitcase kids that just go home every weekend. Yeah. Like, there are certain people that don't love going out of their comfort zone and don't want to do that kind of stuff. So maybe it's just those people are those ones doing it. And then there are a few that I'm Sure. sure having kids really settles you down. Which I get, like you're you're making a decision to do something completely different for sure. Especially you wanted to do. I mean, this is going to be maybe not the right thing to say, but I feel like especially women. I mean, you have to for the first. I feel like you should say that. This is <laughs> well, 2020, yeah. Eric. It we're is very woke. Was this a woke <laughs> podcast? Okay. No, nah, I don't know. It's with that with being a woman breastfeeding, like you can't even have alcohol in your system or like. You can you can you can pump it and throw it out yeah that stuff's like gold man all right yeah this is two <laughs> mid-20s white males yeah. should not be talking about this they should do you right. know how many feminists are gonna find this podcast and destroy us the twitter is gonna blow up oh yeah thank goodness we don't have a twitter there we go or at least a podcast twitter you can blow me up on my twitter all anytime <laughs> i said sweet enough dumb shit on there um I don't know. Uh, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. It was an interesting thought I had as I'm looking to move because I want, I do, part of me really wants a nicer apartment. I want a view. I want a balcony because I think like I've earned it because like I now make a good chunk of money. I work hard and like that is something that could show it up because I don't have like a super nice car. I don't have, I don't know. I have a cool computer, but I bought that with my tax return. Like, 
about it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. No, I think there always are things that people value more than others. It's, it's finding what things you value mm-hmm. over others. I like personally, like I've found that people who have like a super nice car or home, like they tend to really cut costs on other things. You know, mm-hmm. it's or they're just loaded. Or you go on a really bad credit card debt. Or that. Yeah. I didn't realize i've come to the realization that there's a lot of people in credit card debt i mean i i know there was but i didn't really realize until kind of recently talking to certain people some friends of yours yeah like Mm -hmm. how bad it is and i'm very lucky hashtag blessed that like see being financially smart for me like i do budget but i also am really good with i've never gone into like credit card debt or anything oh yeah that's just i don't know i feel i treat a credit card like a bank account if i don't have the money i'm not going to spend it nope I just use it because now I just I get decent. I get like one and a half percent back on cash back. Yeah, so I'm right. like, yeah, whatever. I just throw everything on that. I just pay it off. Yeah, so that's a good point too. I I have a really good travel card that has bought me my last four flights. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, you're just putting groceries and gas and yeah. shit on it every month. Like, it's nuts. Yeah, you know, I spend X amount of dollars a month to live. And sure, I'm getting free fucking plane rides because of that. Well, let's talk about something I was talking about to people I work with. Um, student loans. I don't know Suck. if we talked about this last uh, different podcast. We I don't have. know. But 2020 president elections coming up. We're not going to talk about politics or politicians. We can. I guess it doesn't really fucking matter. But um, people want to talk about canceling student loan debt because it's grown higher than it's ever been. It's one of the highest ter- types of um, debt that's uh, outstanding right now. It does not go away through bankruptcy. If it's federally given to you, it does not go away through bankruptcy. Um what do you think about the idea of canceling all student debt? One, is it feasible? I mean, you you have enough of a finance mind to understand what the implications are on that. Um, but then there has been, I've seen articles talk about different proposals of like, if you're an X, X income bracket, you get this amount off of your student loans. So it could be all of yours, could be part of yours, depending on how much debt you have. Um, and obviously, the higher you get in income brackets, the less, the less dollars you get off towards your student loans. So give me your thoughts on this, and then I can rebuttal back with mine as well, because I'm just kind of curious on what you think. I personally feel like there's better things to use tax dollars for. Like, where does the money come from? You know, like, you have to have money in order to actually do this. You can't just create it out of thin air. Well, in theory, it's the if it's federal loans, they could just cancel the debt. They could, and that would have a really bad implication on the economy. I understand. But... That's something that I think a lot of people that really want to be able to do something like this just erase debt when they talk about mm-hmm. it. They don't understand just the United States monetary system and like the implications that like just making a shit ton more money, what that does, you know, because people are getting paid for our loans and that are people who are getting their jobs paid through the federal, their federal jobs paid for our loans. Mm-hmm. Um there's a shit ton. I think, I personally don't think that they should be erased. I think the schooling needs to be fixed. I think the education mm. system needs to be fixed. How do you fix it? I don't know. <laughs> it's above my pay grade. Mm. I, I think, I read some chart recently talking about how fucking fast the average, like, the average cost of tuition has been raising over yeah. the last 20, 30 years or whatever it is. And it's raising faster than like anything. You know, mm-hmm. wages, minimum wage, all wages, mm-hmm. I don't know, anything. So I'm not quite sure. I just, I don't love the way it currently is set up. Fair enough. Um, going back to uh, student loans. I mean, if it happened, I would be happy because yeah. I have student loans yeah. personally and I wouldn't fight it, but I wouldn't vote for it. No. Um, personally. And if you feel that way, it's great. But I don't know. Me personally, no. I don't think it would be worth it to fuck the economy the way that it would need to be. Well, no, because it just, well, again, it's you're going to have to sacrifice something to pay this off. Because if you think about this from a budget perspective, ah, I'm a professor, not me. Professor, no. If you take their accounting as income each month, every year, your student loan payment, or just the interest they make on your student loans, that's considered income to the government. So if you're going to erase that debt, you erase that income, and it's actually recurring income, so it's actually very good for them because they are getting paid monthly. It's a steady stream of income for them. And then they're going to need to either find a replacement for that income for whatever they were spending it on, or they will have to stop spending 
that money and whatever they were spending that on, which in this case could be the educational system, could be, well, probably most likely is the military because it is the biggest thing that we spend money on, um, but you never know. Um, I think that all they really, if they really wanted to lower the amount of outstanding student debt, student loan debt is you just lower the interest, interest rate That'd or remove interest rates altogether on federally given student loans and you can refinance or whatever. You can go to private if you really need to, right? Um, but I think that's that's the only option that seems fiscally responsible. If you were like, if this would had to happen, uh-huh. that could probably get both sides under control, or at least agree to it. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's kind of dumb. And I think to your point on like the school system being overpriced, that's what the market's valued it at, though, right? Like at there was a certain point where a college degree was valued at $60,000, let's call it, right? Because that was your paycheck coming out of college or with a certain type of degree, obviously, right? Now, obviously, I think, and people know it, college is overpriced for what you're getting, so people are now not going. So you, I think you'll start to see the market actually correct itself, especially with how many options there are available to you out of high school, in high school to start making money. People want to be entrepreneurs. It is kind of a cool thing to do now, you know, is it easy? No, but people are still trying to do it. Companies are starting to hire kids who don't go to college. We talked about that in an earlier episode. You know, I think the market will eventually find its way and schools will have to balance it out because people won't want to go if it's too expensive. I've never thought about it that way. Um, that's that's like an economist. Yeah, yeah well, honestly, not no. Um, that's that would be nice if it did. I mean, it would take years, but yeah, it would take a long time. I think it would. The impact is still going to keep fucking itself. The The big thing that I personally struggled with was mm-hmm. I, when I took out my first student loan, I was technically 17 because mm-hmm. I graduated when I was 17 from high school. So I didn't know what the value would like. I knew the value of a dollar, but I didn't know the value and implications that tens of thousands of dollars will have compounded. At X percentage right. over this many years. And you don't, and you don't have to start paying it until after you graduate. Right. And the thing is, is some of mine are private loans. So those private loans were com- creating compounding interest while I was in school. Damn. Over 10%. Over 10%. Over, I have student loans right now over 10%. Refinance those motherfuckers. Dude. I know. I have tried and they won't take some of them. Because they're so high? I don't know why. I've been, this is something I've actually been trying to deal with recently. And it's been a fucking hassle. Oh, man. That's so, tough. Sorry. To yeah, no, no. It's okay. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I don't even remember what I was just saying outside of that. Well, you're talking about how at 17 you don't even understand oh, right. really what that means from a long-term perspective in your own life. And I, I'm i sure there's smarter kids than me that had a better understanding of value, but there's also Dumber kids, kids that, than you. Right. That you basically are telling, I don't know, it's, it's tough to me, man. It's, you're telling kids to take out tens of thousands of dollars. Kids, I honestly think 18 is still, I mean, in my mind, I was a kid. I'm still a kid. I'm 26. Right, dude. So, I don't know. They keep raising the price or the, the age of things like tobacco, drinking. Yeah, we should get into some of that. We should. Weed's legal down we south of the border. Yeah. Things like that. I don't know. It's We need to bring more marijuana sales to just, then that's what we can use. Marijuana sales tax. <laughs> can replace student loans. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you think? So yeah, let's let's transition. What do you think about that? Marijuana is legal in the state of Illinois now um, for recreational use. Obviously, if you are listening to this and you don't know who we are um, or are not from where we live, we live in the state of Wisconsin. So south of the border is the green ganja growing. Granted, Michigan's had it legal for a while. It's just harder to get to with Lake Michigan in the way. Um, I mean, is that something viable in the state of Wisconsin? Yes. I think so. But now cigarettes are being used as probable cause to pull someone over because they raised the legal age of smoking, which I don't know if Wisconsin did. Did they? Yeah. Did they? I okay. saw, well, I, I'm pretty damn sure because I saw a gas station recently and I went into and it said, now tobacco is over the age of 21. Okay. So that it, it sucks for kids, man. I, yeah. I remember um, buying cigars when I was 18, feeling cool. Swishers? No, like legit stogies. Oh, really? Man. Yeah, I wasn't buying swishers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> That's funny. No, I. That is interesting. I didn't know that cigarettes now are probable cause, but it makes sense, especially more south. Yeah, for people that you look like you, who look like they're nineteen, you smoke a cigarette, they can pull oh, you over. That's interesting. So the nineteen and eighteen year olds, twenty year olds, they didn't get grandfathered in. I have no idea. I feel like they had to. If you can't, 
I mean, I guess he could take it away, but I don't know. That's an interesting thing, too. Because, like, when they raised the drinking law, I think my grandpa was right in there, and he got grandfathered in. I think there was something like that, right? Yeah, because, yeah, if you were over 18, yeah, then maybe they were. But it yeah. will eventually be probable. I don't know. Um, but what was I going to say? Um, I just feel like, don't you think, I feel like we're going in reverse with stuff like this. When with not with the weed thing, that's I think progressing towards where we should be as a country. Um, but like when you say, well, cigarettes, tobacco, you can't have it till you're 21. I just and don't really see the age old argument of well, you can go fight for your country when you're 18. You can, man. You can. It is weird. I don't see how Speaking that's going to really things. help. Like, I know I just said like when you're 18, you don't know shit, but. I mean, you're gonna get fucking cigarettes if you want them. Like I've, I got seen alcohol high school. when I wanted. Right. Like I mean, yeah, it's gonna make it harder, and it's gonna. Kids are fucking creative, man. Kids are creative. So I really don't know how I feel about it. It is interesting. I feel like I guess it's a good thing. Tobacco sucks. I mean, you're a tobacco user. So. I'm a tobacco consumer, but like, I know the risks. I knew the risks when I started chewing. Like. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I have no idea well, if I ever lose a tooth or if I get mouth cancer. Like, right. We're to the point now where you fucking know. Like, it's not the 60s you or 50s. If you smoke cigarettes, you are going to get lung cancer. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, there is no probably <laughs> anymore on that. Like, it is. Yeah. Well, it, that's something that blows my mind is in the 50s and 60s, early 60s, they didn't know that. Like, they thought smoking was fine. Wait, sorry. That's fair. Can you go to hookah bar if you're under 21? I bet you not now, because that's tobacco. But I went, may I guess, I went to Casa on Saturday and I didn't get carded. Granted, I don't know. Probably don't look. think that they would, because people who are under 21, though, can get. Oh, maybe not, because they serve alcohol there at a certain point, too. They do serve alcohol. I bet you, man, that's interesting. This is all brand new. This yeah, because I like... went to hookah bars when I was under 21. Yeah, because you could. Yeah, because you could, if it was just hookah. Right. That's really interesting. This is stuff that we. We just didn't have to worry about. No. God, now we sound old. Yeah. Oh, we didn't have to worry about that stuff when we were your age. <laughs> Dude, that's almost, was that, eight years ago? Wow. That makes me feel old. <laughs> this is, so I have little siblings, younger siblings, that are much younger. So uh, do I. 16, 14, 15, 14, and 21 now. Um, and, like, what I always tell them is, you probably think you know a lot of shit right now, but just you don't. Mine are seven and soon to be six. That's real young. Yeah. So I'm curious to see this generation grow up. <laughs> it's so different, man. It's so different. Like, so like Snapchat is all I see from the younger ones. That's like the really? only thing they do. That's still a thing with that them? Is, they don't do anything other than, um, they don't do anything other than Snapchat instead of texting. And the reason is I found this out without them even telling me. I confronted him about it afterwards because they didn't they didn't tell me at first. They thought I would tell my stepmom. Um, but they do it so then the messages disappear. Mm-hmm. Like then their mom, their parents can't see what the heck they're doing. And that's really smart. Mm-hmm. And I would, if I was their age, I would Snapchat too. Yeah, but you could also just text and delete your text. Yeah. If they were smart enough. Yeah. That's a lot, that's a lot more work though. I suppose. Yeah, I guess it's not a whole lot more work. But <laughs> I don't know. I, luckily, I had a mom that didn't read my texts. So I didn't have to worry about it. Well, that. we barely had texts. True. I didn't. Ha- I started texting sophomore year of high school. Yeah, I was gonna say that was when I had my LG, like one that flipped up and had yeah. the keyboard. I didn't have the uh, um, uh, sidekick though. I wish I had one of those. Oh, those are cool. Those things were baller. Yeah, my first phone was a razor. Oh, my first one was a Nokia brick phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I broke my razor literally the day after <laughs> I got it. <laughs> My parents were so pissed, and then they gave me a brick to punish me. Yeah, take your brick. <laughs> that thing will never break. <laughs> and it never did? No, it never does. Oh, I watched a guy drop it on a helicopter on Facebook. What? It still works. Holy shit. The screen was a little broken, but you could still call it. Damn, that's really cool. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Quick little story. I remember one time I was at, like, camping, uh, playing basketball, and there was this girl I had a crush on. Oh, boy. My brick phone fell out of my pocket while I was playing basketball, and she just stared at me and just laughed. That was all she did. <laughs> that is like a scene from a shitty early 2000s movie like you're not cool because you have a brick phone yep (laughs) and it was 2000s that's funny that's great oh man that's funny 
Yeah, I was just trying to think, like, yeah, I had that, and then I had, um, I remember carrying my, like, LG phone with keyboard, and then my iPod. Yes. And you had to have two separate things. Yes, you did. And my, I have never had an iPod that clicked the circle that, like, yep. you could, like, dude, that thing was so satisfying. To oh, it was. do that all day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I used to literally just spin it when yeah. I was bored. It just, like, I don't know why. Just the, the OG fidget spinner, dude. Okay. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then I got one of those damn little shuffles. Yeah, you got a shuffle. One of those tiny ones. Yep. And I used to just like clip it on when I, because I was a runner in high school. Yep. So then it was like runner now too. I, again. That's right. New found runner. Well, New not old found runner. I don't know. But yeah, that was the good stuff. right after that. What'd you get? I had a touch. Oh, yes. Those were cool. Remember you could jailbreak them? Yep. You'd have a friend that jailbroke those. and I, was like, I did oh, it. You I was break, that friend. You jailbroke your <laughs> I was not I jailbroke breaking that warranty, man. No, I used to jailbreak my iPhone. Why? Uh, because you could do, you could get like anything free. Oh. It was like, you could pretty much put LimeWire onto your phone. So you give your phone AIDS. I gave my phone AIDS. But no, it was, they, it never <laughs> had real problems. And I used to be able to do the cool things like put a Nike symbol instead of AT&T. It's the little things, man. It's the little things that matter. Man, I <laughs> and I used to be able to put as many apps as I wanted on one screen. So they were just all cluttered together. It was like a bunch of just weird things that I, I was a tech nerd with that kind of shit. That's funny. I used to make YouTube videos on how to jailbreak. Really? Yeah. Are they still out there? Can people find them? They are, but I put them all to private. Oh. Because they're on like sad. iPhone 4S's. So? It was old shit. That's really funny. One thing I wish I could find is my old MySpace page. They're obviously all taken down. Yeah, I didn't know that they were taken down. I tried to yeah. find it a couple months ago, actually. Yeah. Because, so this is funny. Maybe, maybe two years ago? It was when I was out of college. So maybe two, three, four, however long ago that was. I went onto my MySpace and it was still up and I read, I got to read old messages. Oh boy. Yeah. Very, I think very you mentioned this cringy on stuff, did I? Yeah. Well, it was you can give me specifics. Stuff. The very first message. Oh man. The very first message was me breaking up with my first girlfriend. <laughs> 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 and just like seeing me try and flirt with girls were some of the messages and that shit is cringy, man. I like, I couldn't get through some of it. Like, I, this is bad. Okay, first of all, broke up with your first girlfriend <laughs> through MySpace. Yes. That should be like in your Twitter bio. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is. Um, second of all, you haven't gotten any better at flirting through messages oh, after talking with your now current girlfriend no, and how I'm, you guys met. I am not good with... We need to have texting. her on this podcast so I, she can bring no, that up. No. I'm just, I'm not good at texting. It's, I'm not good at texting. I'm not good at because I'm a very sarcastic person, and like you can't really portray that on text. It no, just makes me seem like a tone. douche. No, yeah. Which I mean, sure, I am, but <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> um, Some of your friends may agree, but not me. Yeah, you know. And that's like the thing is, I'll sometimes I'll text Heather, my girlfriend, and I'll say something. It's like, oh man, that sounded bad. Probably. It's like hopefully she understands it, and I think she's starting to get it now. A year in. <laughs> I'll have to confirm. Yeah, you should confirm. I think she would break up with me if she didn't. Maybe she'll get a MySpace to break up with you. Maybe. What? So MySpace now is something with music. Yeah, it's for music. It's for artists. I don't know. Okay. It's owned by Yahoo or something, I'm pretty sure. So that's how you know it's shit. Probably, yeah. Anytime Yahoo buys a company, just go. Yeah, that's true. Yahoo's a piece of shit. Yes, it is. I don't know. Would you Would you rather Bing something or Yahoo something? Bing. Bing? Yeah, I feel like when... When I think of Yahoo, I Yahoo was thinking... Yahoo has good fantasy football, though. I actually disagree. Mm. I'm going to get into that one second. Whenever I think of Yahoo searches, I think of those, like, DNS, like, does not compute. Like, you typed in something, and then, like, it broke the internet type of page you get. Sure. I don't know if you know what I'm thinking or know what I'm I, talking I about. I can only think of the Google, the little um, Tyrannosaurus Rex that comes up when there's no internet. Oh, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it must be something I do, but, like, I get these broken Yahoo shit, and that's, like, what I just, well, like... quit see. searching porn. I've never done that in my life. That's Just such a lie. <laughs> anyway, Yahoo Fantasy. So Kevin um, started. We used to do a league before he commissioned it in ESPN app. Yeah, and then he switched it, or he was like, "All right, fine, I'll take the commissioner." Because actually, the guy who was commissioning it then, I won the year, and he never paid me. So then he wasn't allowed to be commissioner anymore. So you never got paid. I never to this day got paid. Well, whatever. How much money was it? Uh, a couple, a few, couple to few hundred. I mean, it was only couple like a couple to few hundred. Well, it what was that range. Twenty dollar buy-in for twelve people. So, 
probably around 200 hours. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if we did the first part. So, yeah, never got that. Tony. You feel um, listening? But <laughs> now, is open. Right. Kevin now did, took it over. He did it on Yahoo, mm-hmm. and I refused to join that league because I despise Yahoo. Why? I don't like Yahoo. I just don't know. Their application is so much better than ESPN's. I don't agree. I think there's too much going on. In their app? Yes. There's not at all anything going on. I don't know, man. It's the way I think you just don't like Yahoo. Now you're brand loyal at ESPN. Maybe. I, so this year, someone, another one of our commissioners switched uh, Sleeper. So I had to, I think what it was, and I found this out this year, mm. is that I just liked having all my fantasies in one app. Now oh, I have them, fair. you know, now it's in two different apps. So I have two in ESPN, one in Sleeper. And Sleeper's okay. And maybe if I had all of them in there, it'd be better. But I just love ESPN for some reason. And it's ESPN is the one that crashes the most. It's the one that like yeah. is the most unreliable probably. I don't but... like the way that – I don't like their UI. I don't like their UX. I don't like anything about it. I do like – I love their UI. I think it's just simple and it makes sense to me. It's For some reason, just my brain works that way. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe because I've only used Yahoo and then like I've done ESPN a couple times. And I'm just like used to Yahoo. I know where everything is. I know how to change my lineup and do all that stuff. Maybe. See, I'm vice versa. I've always done ESPN and there was – two years that i did yahoo and i was i like literally gave up on the one because like man i just i can't go in here but it makes me anxious <laughs> that's fair um yeah i guess that's fantasy football talk that is fantasy football. game oh hell yeah i'm pumped i almost bought tickets do they play sunday or saturday sunday at 5 45 no it's a shitty game you can't i don't i can't sunday football is terrible what i'm always 90% of the time, I'm hungover, <laughs> so I sleep in past noon. Uh-huh. I can't drink if it's like a Packer game because I got to go to work on Monday. Uh-huh. So I'm like, what? Well, I, I don't want to go to a Packer party. No, I'd rather be in my on my couch in my pajamas. Like, I'll watch the Packer game on Sunday, don't get me wrong. But like, I would love to go out and celebrate or drink or party, but it's on a Sunday fucking night. The Super Bowl is on a Sunday night. It the is. day after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. It should be. It definitely should be. I remember, this is funny, so the highest scoring Super Bowl ever was two years ago now, I believe. It was the Eagles against um, the Eagles against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And me and my friend Jake Levicki, did, we decided before the game that I was going to take a shot that on every Eagles touchdown, I think, and he was going to take one on every Patriots one. Or I don't remember which way it went. But yeah. we ended up taking a shit ton of shots. For and, you too, yeah. Yeah, and that was a real heavy next day. Were you at a uh, corporate job at that time? Yes. I actually, I don't know. I think I actually might have been right when I quit my other job. That's probably the only reason you agreed to do a shot every time one of the teams scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I think that actually might have been like, because it is almost now exactly two years since I quit. Hmm. Excuse me. Um. Yeah, that was, yeah, man, this should be a national holiday. If I ever... When you become president? When I become president. When The Rock becomes president? That'd be neat. Neat? That'd be neat. Rock, 2020? 2024. 2024? Let's get him in here. He's training for Black Adam right now. He's going to get even more jacked. What is Black Adam? DC comic. They're making a movie. Oh. He's an anti-hero. Oh. Mm. He's going to get... He's going to be swole. Yeah. That guy's on every steroid possible. So, have you seen any of those... Pictures of Kamel Nanjiani? No. Oh, <laughs> have you seen any of the? <laughs> he got ripped, dude. Did he? Yeah, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know yes. why you laughed at me. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know exactly what you said, at first, oh. so I just went along. He said an Indian's man's name, <laughs> yeah. sir. Um, have you seen any of those videos that are going around about like um, highest paid actors, and it shows like people progress over the years, and it shows and like moves? You're about those like those like graphs. I was watching KFC yeah. Radio talking about those that are like they're like, graphs porn because it's just like over like 50 years and all the data that goes into it of like yeah who leads and it's like like the top billboards are like the beatles and then it was like yeah stone yep exactly yeah, yeah. there was one cool one and i don't remember like how exactly it went but for uh actors in the rock was in there quite a bit yeah dude the rock is making fucking eight movies at a time he's and now he's part owner and boss and he owns a tequila company good for him man coming out he's making it. moves yeah, but he never sleeps like that guy's not gonna live past 65 70 the way he's living, I wouldn't. I'll be fine living like that and not, and dying young. Yeah, you say that till you're dying young. Because I say that all the time to myself, and I'm like, yeah, when I'm dying in 20 years, I'll be like, fuck. 
<laughs> Next year comes by 19 years. Shit. God damn it. Yeah, no, it's, um, I don't know. Well, I was listening to that Rogan podcast went two years ago, stuck in my brain, when daylight savings time happens and we gain an hour of sleep, heart attacks go down by 25%. What do you, they go down that? The rate of heart attacks, like, yes, over the quick, in that time period, go down. Okay. In daylight savings times when we spring forward an hour, so we lose an hour uh-huh. of sleep, go up, heart attacks go up by 25%. Like that amount of sleep, just an hour of sleep a night affects that much. He said that if you average six hours or less, you have a 70% chance, or you have a 70, a higher, 70% higher chance of getting dementia and Alzheimer's. Dang, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I used to be the type of person that wouldn't sleep. Because I was a pretty big night bird, especially in uh, college and especially high school. Mm-hmm. And I would just like stay up all night, play video games, whatever the hell I was doing, mm-hmm. do my homework really late. And then I would go to bed and wake up, you know, like five, six hours later. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. And I thought I was. And then like I got a little older and now, man, I've realized how important sleep is. Like you just feel like my brain works better. Oh, Yeah. Then your body feels better. Right. You feel, yeah, but it's kind of, it was kind of crazy when he was talking about how, like, that is really how interesting. important it is. Yeah. And he was like, it's the only thing that almost every living thing on this planet does. Sleep. And nobody really knows why. It's kind of interesting. It's interesting. a really good podcast. You should check it out. Why couldn't we be created to not sleep? That'd be nice. Well, I mean, okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. You got any bachelor parties this year? I don't think so. Do I? I don't know. Not that I know of on the top of my head. Do you? Yeah, I got two. Two? Uh, Cody, friend of the podcast. He's getting married, so we're going to Vegas. I'm a little frustrated with him because it's not planned out yet. I'm a big planner. Are you a big planner when you travel? Am I a big planner when I travel? Um, not really. Kind of, but not really. I like to know where I'm going. Yes. You know, but I don't really... I like to know where I'm going, and then I like to kind of have my... Not hours planned out in a day, but I like to have my days planned out. So, like, this day, we'll hang out in this part of yep. town. This day, we'll hang out in this part of town. And I don't give a shit what we do over there, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure that, like, I... Let's just use, like, New Orleans, for example. Like, I want to make sure that I hit... You know, the Frenchman Quarter, I want to make sure I hit Bourbon Street, and then I want to go in the Burbs one day or something. Sure. Know? Like, I want to, I like to use my time wisely and not be driving around aimlessly. Mm-hmm. So, like, in that aspect. Or spend two hours being, what should we do today? Exactly, yes. So, that, I kind of agree with that. Um, but, like, what happens individually, like, I don't have a fucking, you know. An itinerary. Yes. Yeah. 10 a.m. here. 1030 here. <laughs> 10.40 10 shots. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So that's, that's how I am. But I, I'm very much like you, but I'm also I'm a very big, long, like I plan pretty far in advance. Do you? But I feel like it's because my schedule gets so filled up so fast. I try to plan the things I want to do yeah. really far in advance. So I have, I can't miss it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like my stepdad turns 40 this year. I'm like May 2nd. Has been on my calendar for, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. I don't think he listens to this show. I think I'm fine. <laughs> I'm going to cut that up. Like, Beer Olympics is something that happens every year. So May 9th <laughs> has been on my calendar uh-huh. since, like, December. Or no, since, like, actually since, like, um, October or something like that. <clears throat> but that is, like, one of those things that, I like, my girlfriend and I really enjoy doing. Her brother and sister-in-law put it on every year, and it's a lot of fun. So we make sure we can get to that. But his bachelor party, where he wants to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm, I have a good times in Vegas, good memories, bad memories in Vegas. It's fine. Um, but he, I, he doesn't know what days. He doesn't even know what month. We <laughs> haven't talked about where we're staying. Okay. We haven't talked about what we want to do. Because to me, like, Vegas is cool. But, like, I need to request off work. Are we going to be gone Thursday, Friday? I need to put PTO time in. And I want to get that in always earlier the better. Right. And then, like, what hotel are we staying at? How much money am I going to need? Are we planning to gamble the whole time because that requires other things? Are we going to go to a show? Do we need to make sure we get tickets? Like, those are the types of things where I'm like, we need to get that train rolling here. 
Definitely. No, I do agree with you. I do like to put things instantly on my calendar. Yeah. I like to know, like my calendar, I put put literally fucking everything on Mm -hmm. my calendar. You know, like this was on my calendar. Everything was. um, And I do like to know, like that is, that would annoy me, like not knowing what days it is. Yeah. I mean, because that's happening. His best man needs to figure it out. (laughs) Because that's happening within the next six months or whatever it is. They want to go. So he was originally like, yeah, we're going to go like June, July. And I'm like, that's fine. So then he was like, well, now I'm thinking May or July. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, now May is like, we're going to get, that's going to start getting filled up within the next month. Right. It's like a couple months out. Those are busy times. Yeah. You can only plan weekends. Like, I don't know. Anyway, that's my one um, pet peeve right now that I have been in Nick and Cody about it for a while. So get on that, Cody. Get on it, Retlick. Um, all right, we've been talking for about an hour. We can probably end this, huh? We can end it. Good podcast. We want to end it on. What do we want to end it on? Is there anything you're giving up in 2020? I thought about giving up chewing, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. 1201 Thosta Dippin, you know. <laughs> um, no, I don't have any plans to, man. I'm just um, trying to stay healthy. I'm trying to, I don't really know. Like, I was trying to lose weight, just to lose weight. And now I'm kind of like, I've lost, you know, 20 plus pounds now. So I'm like, Congrats. trying to figure out where I'm at, like, comfortable wise. And then I need to adjust my diet to maintain. And yeah, that's probably the only thing I have is like, I just, then that doesn't have to do with the, the new year, just kind of where I'm at. Yeah, but. that's cool. No, that's that's cool because you, you're doing jujitsu, so naturally you're gonna be at a pretty good weight. You know, that's a fucking hard workout. Yeah, it's a good cardio workout. It's good oh, all yeah. body workout. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking about buying kettlebells and nice. not and getting rid of my gym membership because I don't I don't need to do complacent and I should say complacent or like just bodybuilding weightlifting style, which is kind of what I had been doing, like but like more functional lifting and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, dude, I mean shit, if you're hitting up jujitsu five days a week, like you don't need that. No, I can just get rid of this dining room table, throw like a mat down, and there's a workout room right there. There you go. Don't ever eat there anyway. You know? Look at that. Home gym. You drink there though. Only when I have people over. And that's only if we have a lot of people over. I guess it would be kind of weird to drink there alone. Yeah, it gets very sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's if you know I had a bad day. <laughs> it's very sad, yeah. No, I usually drink alone on my computer while playing video games. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you got going on? What are you cutting up? I'm gonna try. So I love, I love craft beers more specifically IPAs. I just I'm gonna try and cut them out though. It doesn't do any good for me. Gluten doesn't love me. Um, you gotta cut out something you like. I do like it. It's not good. Is for it me, just though, a man. test of discipline? No, nah, it's I. I just feel so fucking bloated when I do, man. I like I any love tequila. I like it. whiskey. Like, and I can drink that stuff and feel much better. You mm. know. So I'm just gonna switch to hard alcohol. <laughs> Getting real fucked up in 2020. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> start this podcast and be like, I can't drink like old era. But you know what I love? Tequila. We're just going to drink just that. Man, you found out I love tequila at the bar. Yeah, we were, I didn't even rip the tequila shot. I think I ended up doing um, rum shot. Oh, you did? With your girlfriend. Yeah. Which sounded way more appetizing <laughs> at the time than tequila did. No. Well, man. Yeah, also, uh... you uh, should, should be mentioned that Eric ditched everybody. We were leaving to go to a different bar. And you guys just left. I did. <laughs> I was very drunk. You were fine. No. I I needed to find a bathroom. And then Heather left me. Oh, she went home? No, no, no. She went to the bathroom. And I was trying to find her so I could leave without... I always, This is something that... Are you an Irish goodbye? I am. Irish goodbye guy. Yeah. I'm very bad at telling people, like, bye. Because I know that people are going to be like, oh, no, you need to come. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> so, like, when I need to go, I don't tell people. And that's something that I wish I was not that. I wish I didn't do that. But especially when I'm drunk, there's just no stopping it. And I've come to this realization. Like, I warned my friends, like, and they all know. Yeah. All right. He just died. It's okay. <laughs> Eric left. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Or he's dead. You never know. Yeah. Stopped and got some hot dogs on the way home. Where'd you guys get hot dogs at? Doghouse. Oh, duh. Doghouse. Yeah. So I've only been there one time and I was blackout drunk. And I, think I, I, gra- I actually I think I was told I grabbed the wrong person's food. <laughs> And I say, <laughs> that's fine, thanks. Yeah, all right. We just walked out. That's funny. Uh, all right, man. Well, yeah, all right. Ended on good. Uh, good drunk doghouse stories. Yeah, all um, right. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Jakubitz, at J A K U B I C Z, Andrew Jakubitz on everything else. 
Um, you can find the podcast, Casual Millennials Podcast, on LinkedIn, Facebook, and on the internets at casualmillennialspodcast.com. Eric, you can find him at Eric underscore has 22 on Insta and Twitter. Eric has on LinkedIn, Facebook, if you want to become a friend or connect with him there. Um, appreciate the time. Eric, thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me. Um, thank you for listening. Hope you guys had a safe new year. Hope you guys had a wonderful holiday. Um, if you don't celebrate the holidays, hope you just enjoy the time off work. Um, and hope you guys had a fun new year and aren't working too hard just yet. Cheers. Cheers.